evening, Chelsea friends. Welcome to another edition of the London is Calling podcast. I am your magnanimous as fuck leader, Ryan Carlbeck, a.k.a. Carlito. I am joined as always by my very, very, very big Chelsea fan and friend, Paulino. How are we doing today, Paulino? Carlito, good showing midweek. I like what I saw. For sure, for sure. And we are joined by our recurring guest and uh, co-host, JB, how we doing in Texas State, JB? I'm doing well down here. It's, you know, y'all, it's it's uh, nice in the 60s and almost 70 degrees. No, it's good, man. Life is doing well. <laughs> Everyone says y'all, and when they don't, they're saying shush. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been a wonderful week. We had the kids play uh, against Forrest. They were really great. Uh, Cho was in particularly good form. Uh, Reese Hamez, aka Reese James, was dope. Just crossing balls like a motherfucker. And on top of that, the evil empire is dead. Tom Brady, his HGH fake doctor, Bill Belichick, and all those culty douchebags, they're dead. Their dynasty is dead. Football is alive and well again. Cheers to the brother Scanlon and all of his dickhead friends. Peace. That's the other type of football, Carlito. Yeah, and I wanted to give a shout-out, a special shout-out to the Dead Dynasty. All right, Paulina, we've got our little pregame show against Burnley. I want to give a shout-out to our new headsets. The, uh, the, you know, the quality of our sound since the beginning of this podcast has not been great. Two of the three of us have those nerd video game headphone sets on now. They're working great. Pauline, you just ordered his. So we promise from now on to all of our uh, current listeners and new listeners that our quality is always going to be, you know, emphasizing the content, the audio, the discussion. It's all going to be quality from here on out. So thank you for sticking with us. But we are going to sound much more professional from now on. We really want to grow. So subscribe. Give us five stars. Unsubscribe. Resubscribe. Subscribe to your mother's phone. All of that shit, especially if she's single. Okay, Paulinho, <laughs> let's get into it. What do you got for us? All right, so let's talk about the midweek game against Nottingham Forest. Callum Hudson-Odoi scored, assisted by Pedro Rodriguez. Ross Barkley also scored. Good showing, as we said. Uh, played a lot of the youth. Also played Pedro, the old guard, um, and the boss Barkley. Mm-hmm. Interesting to see. Now, unavailable players heading into the weekend's game against Burnley. Mm -hmm. Ruben Loftus-Cheek, our boy, attacking center mid. There is still no set return date, but the recovery effort is stepping up. Carlito, I know you have a little tidbit on his recovery for us. Yes, and it is not exactly what we would call good news. His calf muscle is half the size that it was prior to his injury in the United States. So that, to me, is a strength thing, and that's something that is going to take even more time because you want those muscles to be built up around that tendon. And I don't know. I think that's another hiccup in his recovery. And personally, I think we're going to pull the Kawhi Leonard on him, and he's not going to play at all this year. I mean, you would know best as you have done this multiple times. Yes. Did you have this occur? So I tore both of my Achilles, but they did not. My tendons At different times. At different times, but I actually tore the other one while I was recovering from the first one. But the, the tendon did not snap and roll up my calf like it would if you were to rupture it. Ruben Loftus-Cheek had a full rupture, and when that becomes a detached tendon – uh, it becomes an extremely serious injury. Kalamuts Nadoy, his did not roll up his calf. And if anybody that's an NBA fan, if you ever watched when Kevin Durant blew out his Achilles, you saw it snap because his, his socks moved. Uh, so that's what happened. Ruben and Kevin Durant had the same injury. That's a year. And you see Kevin Durant's not playing for Brooklyn this year. I don't think that Ruben will be playing for us this year. And – I think we will get into later why I believe we just bought our first player. 
we will get again, we'll be getting into that. But when it comes to Ruben, I think everybody just needs to take a step back and realize that this player will not be healthy until March. And if it's that far into a campaign, I don't think it's fair to the other players for us to all of a sudden inject him into our lineup. And I also don't think it's fair to him because psychologically he may not be ready. Even if his body is right, his mind's got to be right. And when you don't have the conglomeration of those two things, I don't think you should take the risk because it's an enormous risk before an enormously serious injury. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. What do you got, JB? Mm-hmm. It should. It, it, it's definitely one of those situations, like Ryan said. Um, one thing I'll point to is that he uh, he pulled his or tore his other Achilles when he's coming back from one Achilles injury. And mm-hmm. when you have one <laughs> leg that is half of the other, yeah, um, yeah. that's like, you know, I'm not going to get into those type of things because I, I, I mean, I'm not into knowing those type of specifics, but what I do know is that that's a lot of extra effort that you're going to be putting on that other leg. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no reason to be doing that. It, it may not necessarily be his Achilles that it goes. It could be his hip on his other side. Yeah. It could be a lot of different things. And, and you're right. It, it's a matter of, you know, being ready to go. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I think there's some of these things people think um, with some of these injuries, it's, it's, Oh, how graphic was it? All that type of stuff. It's really no, it's more of it. It's how long were they really out for off their feet for? And I'm really unable to use those things for because the longer they're out, some of those is those surgeries you can go in and you can do it quick and they can be back quickly. Right. But some of these injuries take a lot of time before you're out of a boot. The longer you're in a boot, the longer it takes to come back. Well, and the other thing was that it's not just the Achilles. Then it becomes about your calf the supporting muscles around your calf, and then your lower hamstring. So and I had torn both of these right when Paul first got to St. Mike's. I don't know if he remembers this, but I would constantly be on the foam roller, but I would be rolling my entire leg out because the scar tissue was not just localized at my Achilles. It was up both legs all the way to mid hamstring because it just keeps pushing up and up and up and it affects every part of your leg. So if I were Ruben's agent, I would sit him down and sit down with Frank Lampard as well and really talk about if we need him this year or not. Well, I mean, we need him, but of course, he's, but he's not he's not he's not going to be ready. He's not going to be in a place to Jump into this team and help us get to where we want to get. Well, and he's a five-year investment player. He is That's on right. a brand new five-year contract, and I can You're imagine. Not risk it. Well, and I can imagine he's going to get another extension on that. This is a long-term investment, and he has already been a long-term investment for this club since he was a child. So I'm not going to risk it over four months. I just, Correct. I'm just not going to do it. And for the record. Carlito was being foam rolled to class from class and back to his dorm. Yeah. By just the trainer. <laughs> Shout out just the trainer. <laughs> All right. The next unavailable player, possibly Tomori. Mm. He's been ill. He is expected to be fit for the match. So that's good news. Pool is sick. Picked up an injury prior to the FA Cup game, but he's also expected to be fit. So, really just Ruben Loftus-Cheek that's supposed to be out for this one. Are we putting air quotes around the Pulisic injury, or is he injured? Um, no, I think he did pick something up. I mean, he was walking around during the FA Cup cup game so it would at least at the very least lead you to believe that it wasn't serious or you know he wasn't fit whatever the case may be but yes okay i don't know do you have you have anything to add to that jb no i i don't think so unless you checked his twitter today <laughs> good one god 
All right. So, our form over the last two months, we have continued the win-loss alternation with a little mix of a draw here and there. (laughs) If the trend is to continue, we should expect a loss this weekend. Fuck that. Let's hear it. Yeah, I don't want this season to be the equivalent of a roulette wheel. So, look, I expect immediate and profound reaction after this week's weekend's good performance against Nottingham Forest. Okay, I want us to build on it, not rest on our laurels. I feel like I've said this 15 times already this season. It may be more. This up and down roller coaster shit is not acceptable. And I think Frank needs to make sure that in the first five to 10 minutes, we come out on fire and we try to get two goals. I mean, we're talking immediately. I want us to be up their ass and around the corner. All right. If we come out slow, I'm going to be so pissed. Uh, I will. I don't know. I may even turn off the game. Okay. This psychological block that we have for home games in particular, it's becoming this joke. Not just on Twitter, with Chelsea Twitter. It's becoming a joke within the Premier League. People are like, yeah. oh, Chelsea's, uh, Chelsea's away. That means they're going to win. Oh, they're at Stanford Bridge. And their fans, you know, intimidate the players so much because they're so young that they shit the bed every single time. Guys, these fans are coming out. They're spending like 80 bucks a ticket. And you're showing shit form at home. It needs to stop. You need to grow up. You need to grow up pair. You need to take this shit seriously, and you did, you need to turn out around a narrative that is becoming truly embarrassing. Oh, Chelsea can't win at home. Mourinho won eighty five home games in a row at Chelsea. Eighty five. I was just gonna say a mark of good teams. Home is a fortress. So a part of this, I'm looking at Frank, I'm looking at the coaching staff, and I'm saying, guys, you gotta you gotta make this a point of emphasis. We have a good start to the season. We're we're in fourth place. We're still in Champions League, but we're not gonna be any of that if we don't win our home games. Yeah. What do you got, JB? Look, with with home games, you've got to win them. It's just like, you know, you guys are talking about. It's – we're playing the Wolves right now. I'm mean, sorry. We're, we just we're, – so we're playing Burnley. My apologies. Sorry. We're playing Burnley this week, right? Huh, if we were playing Wolves, we'd be fucked. Right. No, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I, I messed on that, but we're playing Burnley, right? There is no way at home a top four team is even thinking about, oh, I hope we don't tie. It's just sitting me in question. I agree. But that's just the kind of season it's been. A lot of that is Frankie's faith in the youth, and I'm not slating the youth. But I am saying if you overplay the youth, they will start playing like youths. Okay? It's the natural order of things. If you lack experience, you will prove to be inexperienced. Words of wisdom right there. Well, those are the only kind of words I have. Let's get a pop all right, expected lineup. We all expect Kepa and Net. Agreed? Nah, Willie C. Go. All right. Funny, funny. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to be as rigid as top four review podcast. My bad, dude. Gonna throw in uh, a little joke every once in a while. Jesus Christ. Rudiger Zuma. <laughs> Center backs. I'm thinking it's gonna be. Dave and Emerson, mm. outside backs. Huh. Okay, I'm going to go with Reese, Tamori, Rudy, Emerson. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Emerson's Brazilian-Italian. He's got, he's got some mad flavor. I love him. I like that back line a lot. Uh, this is so just, do I, I, dude. I, th- I think, I think Frank's going to go with what I said. Huh. Anything to add, uh, JB? I, I don't really want to follow that, that comment up about the, the back line, but uh, no, I'm just joking. 
Let's say no changes want, actually here. You want to start no it changes right here. Back line? No, thank you. No, no, I mean, <laughs> no, thank you. No, well, I mean, it's it's not a matter of that. I mean, right, but in the end, with this team right now, I think Reese, like we've talked about this, we're talking about you know now we've talked about before Reese and Emerson are out outside backs, and yeah. the more that we can play them consistently. Um, the, I believe that we better we are offensively and defensively. So, I just, uh, and, then honestly, in, and then inside, I think we can rotate a little bit, but hmm. um, Rudiger's got to be in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are just the best players. Uh, I really think race recent numbers in. They're quick. They're dynamic. And then Rudy right now is our best defender. Let's be real. And then Zuma, Paul, and I we just don't trust Zuma. Andreas, it seems like he's on his way out. Um, interim, or AC Milan wants to buy him. And Tamori, if he's healthy, we love Tamori. So, let's go. Yeah. I, I, I love the way Reese plays the game. Oh, yeah. Every game, he, he seems to grow into that position. I want to see him out there every single game. But Frankie seems to rotate. Dave, him, Emerson. So we'll see. Yep. Uh, middle of the park. I'm going Kovacic, Conte, and Mount. Me too. With Jorginho, oh. just played the FA Cup game. Uh, yeah. What do you got, JB? I'm I'm going Jorginho, uh, Kova, and Conte. Love that. All right, and then I will go. William, Tammy, and Callum Hudson Adoy. Pulisic missing out. All right. I'm going Callum Hudson Adoy, Christian Pulisic, and Tammy Abraham. Love me some Tammy time. Well, Tammy, no question at this point, right? I don't think we've talked about another striker starting for a while. We don't Um, really have another option. And. Pulisic with the injury knock. It's kind of weird with also the game a little bit earlier this week, um, but I'm going to have to agree as well with Willie and Joe. Hey, quick question before we move on, since we are on the topic of race. Why did the FA not find any of those Tottenham fans guilty of what was clearly disparaging a march to Rudiger? They didn't have enough evidence, quote-unquote. I think that's nonsense. There was plenty of evidence. There was video evidence. Yeah, but they couldn't pin it to a specific person or whatever it was. To, to You know what I mean? All right. Well, the Burnley fans better keep their mouths shut, I swear to God. All right. Moving on. All right. So, Burnley have lost three straight in the league. Those have been to Everton, Man U, and Aston Villa. Yep. Uh, last time we played against them, we won 4-2. to two. That was at Turf Moor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burnley did win their last uh, their last game, which was an FA Cup game against Peterborough. Nice. What do you guys got for score predictions on this one? Five one. Woo! Smashing. Smashing. What you got, JB? Um, two zero. Two nil. Good. I like it. I'm going two one. Two one Blues. I'm going Tammy with one, Callum Hudson Adoy with one. Three for Tammy, two for Cho. Wow. I know. I know. I'm showing faith in the young lad. Who do you got scoring, JB? Oh, scoring for the two goals? My goodness, I'm probably going to go with, on this game, I'm going to go Mount and I'm going to go Tammy. Yeah, I noticed that we both said Mount was going to start, Paul. It's not who I want to start, but I think it's who is going to start. Correct. I agree with you. All right. Mm-hmm. I, have Mount, I have Mount scoring off the bench. Yeah. All right, other games to mention from the teams in this group. We got Leicesterton Fieldville against Southampton. <laughs> I actually think Southampton is going to get a result in that game. It could. I mean, after the 9-0 loss that they suffered – Two lesser last time. Yeah, we we can only hope. All right. Oh, my God. Liverpool Tottenham. Are you kidding me? Oh, shit. Liverpool's getting their first L. 
Jose is bringing it. Three. Remember, remember, no Harry Kane. Three, one, Tottenham. They're going to go with Son up top, Lucas Mora, counter the shit out of Liverpool. Is, is, can Son play yet? First game back. Okay, then, yeah, Liver, Liverpool's going down. And then when I listened to the Top 4 Review podcast this weekend and they spent 20 minutes talking about Liverpool before they talk about anybody else, they better be talking about the loss. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is Villa, Man City. Man City's going to cruise. Yeah, Villa's got a ton of injuries right now. It's yeah. a tough one for them. Yeah, like season-ending injuries. Interesting. Moving on. All right, let's get to the ride test. What do you have your eye on this game, Carlito? All right, and this is a young man who is about to be offered a very justified five-year extension on his deal to be truly his first pro long-term deal. It is Reese. James, this has been the darling of the academy, the U18s, the U23s, and now of this season with the first senior team. This kid is money. He's an absolutely proficient crosser of the ball. He's, in my opinion, better than TAA (laughs) from Liverpool. That's TAA from Liverpool. I think that's what they call him. Good. Good. Okay, great. So, Reese James is going to bring home that bacon. And I think that he's going to do it in spectacular, stylistic, smooth fashion. All right? Smooth. That's how we do it. And I can't wait to see him knock somebody into the second row because he's a beast. My ride test is Reese James. All right, Reese. Let's go. Hope Frankie starts him. All right, so let's get into a little bit of the Chelsea transfer talk, transfer news. We will be getting a very in-depth uh, into this topic next episode, but let's cover the latest and greatest. Okay, and I'll just rattle off some of these, and you guys can react if you want to. Just let me know. These are going to be links to selling players, buying players, and keeping players. First one up, Reese James to be offered a new five-year deal with Chelsea's first team. Sign him up. Absolutely brilliant. No-brainer. Emerson, his agent came out with, you know, the links of him and Alonzo going back to Serie A. The agent said, we would never think of depriving Chelsea of Emerson, which I think is a great line. Um, which basically just says he wants to stay. He wants a new deal. I would love to give him a new deal. He's one of my favorite players on the team. Although a lot of Chelsea fans don't like him. I don't care. I'm not a lot of Chelsea fans. What do you guys think of that? I think Emerson is a stud. He hasn't had a great season for Frank this season. He's been up and down, but the talent is there. He's quick. He can pass. He can defend. Mm-hmm. He can get forward. You know, I like this player, and I don't want him to go anywhere, and I want him to find his feet for Frank. His hair is amazing, too. Great hair. Great hair. What do you got, Jay? I'm 100% on keeping him. Outside backs are not easy to find, especially outside backs that can play in – the EPL, and we're looking right now at this year where he's played. Yes, he's rotated in as far as at the, at the left back position, but he's played with how many different center backs, and he's also paired with. I mean, he's hasn't paired with too many different wingers, but he's also right. had to move in between different formations between too far outside being. So yep. I, I I I don't think you can judge him off of this year completely to say, oh yeah, he's he's definitely is what it is, or he's not. But I don't think there's any reason why you couldn't. You're you're not bringing him back because he's he's shown enough. One of the things that's helped is that when he's played poorly, we still won. That matters. If he had played poorly, given up a goal, and we lost, <coughs> that would be a problem. Oh wait, that did happen. Man City, shoot, oh boy. <laughs> okay, so I was completely off right there. Moving, moving on. on. Alonzo to be bought by Inter. Done deal. 
wiping my hands of this. I never want to see him again. I love the goals that he scored for us three years ago. This is not three years ago. He's 30 years old. Fuck off. Marcos with the good hair. It's been a pleasure, my friend. You're going to go kill it in Serie A. Mm-hmm. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the vino. Enjoy the pasta. La primavera. Go win some, go win some trophies. Si, si. The Zamarzano tomatoes. All right. Go win some trophies for Conte. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It'll grow, it'll grow his hair back even more. You mean, wait, you guys mean don't go play defense for Conte, right? Exactly. He doesn't have to do shit. <laughs> he has to sit between the outside back and the forward. He doesn't have to do anything. All right, moving on. Pedro to be bought by Vermont Men's League Third Division. Oh, wow. <laughs> The Colchester Clam Diggers. All right. I think I think Steve Scanlon's the captain of that team. All right, Pedro, you're gonna have a good time, man. All right, good stuff. Steve Scanlon, great captain. Great captain, great man, great American. All right, that's that's an obvious one. Pedro's probably going to uh, the MLS. Sancho news has cooled off until the summer. I think this is. Something we all expected. Dortmund is in a heated Bundesliga battle. They're still in the top 16 in Champions League. And Sancho is having an unprecedented season um, by any accounts and any stretch in any league. And, wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 Carlito, I'm sorry. I have to correct you real quickly. You just said that we all saw that coming. I, 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 <laughs> last time I checked, you've been, you've been saying that there's a – Wait, what about trying to get him in December? And what? No, he's going to. Yeah, that was that. This is now, dog. <laughs> all right. All right. I see the association. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, 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 hey. There's a fluidity to this shit. I was wrong two weeks ago. I'm not wrong now because I said yesterday he wasn't going to be here until the summer. So that makes me at least 50% right. Oh, okay. So that's how it is. So it's uh, okay. All right. Well, the the more you know. <laughs> For the record, JB has been all over this one. If you have heard the snippet of our Sancho news, he is spot on. And for the record, Dortmund bought Holland. They are not selling. They are buying, and they are going for it. Yes, but they will be selling in the summer, and I think it's going to be to us. I hope so. Well, I'm surprised that they don't just sell us Sancho right now, and then we loan him back for the rest of the season. Not a good optic. Yeah, you don't need that going on. You know he's going to sell in the the summer no matter what. All right, fine. Fuck you both. I was wrong. It's okay, okay, moving on. <laughs> I don't but I, 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 just, I just had to say something. So. Oh, no, 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 no. I was, it was obviously, I was joking. Yeah, no, I've been saying the whole time, Sancho's coming. Uh, but I was wrong. He, uh, he obviously wants to leave, but they are looking for some trophies, so he's not going anywhere. Uh, the, mon- yeah. the, money, the money will still be there in the summer, um, which is fine. Well, at least, any- it'll give you, at least it'll give you more time to finish your Sancho's coming porn. Um, not a longer you're working on, so I am working on it. Okay, thank you very much. I'm halfway through. All right, okay. <laughs> All right, next one is uh, Danny Drink Vodka. He is off to Aston Villa via Condios, amigo. It's been real. Oh boy, is that a permanent deal? I don't know. We already got stuck back with him once. Yeah, you notice how quickly he came in to cop him and came out. I think he walked like halfway into the door and Frank just pointed and goes out <laughs> and pointed him right in the direction of John Terry and Aston Villa. <laughs> All right. Next one, Mark Gay. two Swansea on loan. Good, good, good. Get the guy some game time. He is a money center back. He will be very good in two to three years. Yep. Stud. Stud. Next one. Andreas Christensen to Milan. This is becoming more and more of a thing. 
We are absolutely looking to exercise our buyback clause with Bournemouth to bring back our young Dutch phenom. Yes, the younger brother of VVD. His name is Nathan Ake. He is fantastic. He's the guy. He's the one Paulinho and I have wanted for a while. And it looks increasingly like this is going to happen. I don't want to sell Andres. I will make that clear. Neither I'm do not, I. I'm not convinced it's it's he, he's going anywhere. But um, if he does go to Milan, I hope it's a loan. I hope there's a buyback at the very least, because um, the kid can play, and he does need some consistent game time. There's no question about that. But Ake, he's ready to come in now. He's ready to be a starter. He's ready to contribute. Bring him in. Yeah, I love Andreas as well, but he's had bad games at the wrong times, and it just doesn't seem like he's in Frankie's plans, and they do want to get his wages off the books if they're going to bring Ake in. It has to be a one-for-one type situation. I think the money lines up pretty closely around the 40-45 million mark because Andreas is very young still and very capable but Ake is what Frankie wants. So what do you think, JB? Well, I, I think it's very much about what's your value, right? And we've seen that he's not played very much, right? right. And it's a matter of that we're paying you. We're paying you. You're part of our roster. You're taking up, taking up you know, part of what we're doing. But how much are you giving us in return? Yeah. Right? And a lot of that as well is, well, how much of is the coach giving him the opportunity and the coach isn't getting the opportunity, then that means you shouldn't be here, right? So, personally, I think that that's somewhere at you know at center back where we need a little bit more. Um, we need to solidify a little bit more. So I'm okay mm-hmm. with him leaving, you know, based on what we're getting back in return and like we're talking about. But it's got an immediate return. It can't be something that we're we're losing right now and that we don't have for the for the remainder of the year, right? We need that center back depth. Yeah. Well, and I think Paul and I have been saying this for a little bit now. Rudy and Nathan Ake would be the first choice. And the more consistency and the more established chemistry that we have within that back line, the better. Because when we're constantly, you know, recycling players in and out like little bits on a Rubik's Cube, it just seems counterintuitive to what we're really trying to accomplish and the last thing that we want is more and more and more inconsistency because inconsistency in the lineup feeds into inconsistency in form, feeds into inconsistency in results. And at the end of the year, I would like for it to be Reese, Rudy, Nathan Ake, and Emerson. That is a formidable back line that we can go into next season and maybe even end up higher up in Champions League this season with a strong lineup. And a strong uh, sense of, I guess I want to say confidence. Yeah. I think it's worth mentioning a lot of the changing around different positions, different players. It's just Frank trying to figure out what he's got. Mm -hmm. And you can't fault him for that. But at the same time, we got to get it figured out because this win-loss draw – merry-go-round that we're on is just brutal and we can't be we cannot be continuing to play um you know that hand though at the same time i, I know the lamp party he is trying th- different things around but and i understand that he is new but he didn't even really go into this year with a transfer season with two transfer seasons really worth he had a couple players that were able to come in but if we're going to go through a transfer season, players are going to come in, they're going to go out. We're going to have still a ramp up in that period. So we've got to get rid of that eventually, right? That 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 narrative's got to go away. Exactly. That we're trying things out, right? Yeah. For him to be able to add. Well, in my whole thing is that you say you can't blame Frankie. Yes, I can. I can blame him. I can blame him for over rotating and for changing his mind too much. Instead of eating a loss and sticking with a back line at the moment that something 
goes awry and something is not exactly what he wants, he changes it instead of letting them work through the problem. And that could mean working through a problem over a game and a half to two games. He will change something. And that is a sign of naivete. I would do that a lot when I first started coaching. When something would go wrong, I would immediately make a change and I would oversub all the time. Yeah, gr- granted, we will. I, I will say that I, I agree with that. Outside of the times when he makes glaring mistakes to start the game, right? Because he's had two times in the last months that were big games that mm-hmm. he made early substitutions where we turn around and won, right? But yeah. we had talked about before those games specifically, both of those games about what the lineups needed to look like, and they didn't look like that way. So in those situations, he needed to make those substitutions because, yes, he made the mistake to begin with, but I do see your point as well that there's too much too, too much flipping and flopping around to begin with, and, yes, you need to stick with it, and that's what we even talked about going to, you know, five in the back. That's what threw us off a lot. Granted, yes, it, it, it pulled us a game, but we also have talked as well. That's a good thing here, here and there to throw your hand out, but that's not – yeah. So, You're, so I, again, it's, it, that's the whole thing we can go down with him and w- with Frankie. Um, but I, I, there's no more now we're going to the second half of this year. There's no more talk of, well, it's still new. Yeah. Well, I just would have to say that those are two outliers within the context of a larger sample size of 21 games. Okay. Because the rest of those games, Frankie's too hasty and he just, he needs to find something and then stick with it, even if it has growing pains. Yeah. Um, okay, I think we've belabored that point enough. Let's move on yep. to Jerude uh, and Mishi, two strikers that, despite our consistent rotation, have still not sniffed any playing time of substance. <laughs> um, those nostrils are clogged, my man. Clogged with bench time. So they've both been linked with a variety of clubs, including Crystal Palace, Inter, Roma, and Lyon, with... Leon, they have a striker of some substance that we want. His name is Musa Dombele. We initially offered Leon $40 million about four or five days ago, and they outright rejected it, as well as on official club letterhead sent a response, we don't want to sell Musa Dombele, and we will counter with, okay, fuck you. We will give you $40 million and Giroud, who is the player that you guys have already been asking for prior to our Dembele bid. Now we will go to the, to the crystal palace and Mishi portion of this. We want to offer Mishi plus 40 million to crystal palace for Wilfred Zaha. We are not willing to pay 80 million on someone who was our wages are 200 K a week for a 27 year old winger. He is not at Hazard, although he is very, very good. We want to find somewhere in the middle. Zaha has dropped his agent and he has hired a new agent by the name of Zahavi. He is this very high profile lawyer and he's the person that helped Roman Abramovich buy Chelsea football club back in 2003. He is very, very well integrated within Chelsea, I believe he was actually part of the Ashley Cole tapping up scandal. And this is something that should, on paper, make sense if Crystal Palace can come to some sort of an understanding with us along the lines of Mishi plus $40 If that does not happen, this deal will not get done. I like that relationship, Zahavi. Zahavi, cool name. Great name, Zaha and Zahavi. Match major in heaven. Sahabi <laughs> um, makes Zaha money. Yeah, uh, that made no sense. <laughs> yep. Let's move great. on from that bad joke. That was terrible. <laughs> oh, I, but I will say one thing. What What's Chelsea going to do losing all of these gorgeous men with Giroud and the gorgeous hair as well with Alonso? What's going to happen? What's going to happen here? I have going to be the ugly. It's just going to become the ugliest team in the Premier League. Oh wait, we don't have enough English players. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I have the answer. His name is Gabagool, and he plays for Inter Milan, and he's handsome as fuck. Well, he's he's on loan from Inter. Yeah, yeah, he plays for uh, Flamengo. That's right, and he's tearing it up this season. Mad goals, like. 44 goals in 56 games because Brasileiro plays, uh, they start the season differently than us. Absolutely ridiculously skilled player. 
I think his work ethic is something that will come into question when Frank Lampard <laughs> thinks about whether they want to invest in a loan or something along those lines. The other guy is this uh, little winger, Chukwueze from Villarreal. He's so also sniffing around about. But so that's what we have thus far in terms of specula- speculative buy, speculative offers. I have two concrete offers right here that have happened within the last 24 hours. The first one is for Met striker Diallo. Uh, he is the third highest goal scoring player in League On, and we have offered him 22.2 million for his services. He strikes me as a Mishi type. He's already 24 years old. He's 6'1". He's not terribly prolific. He would absolutely be a backup. I don't know if this is the guy. I think that this is just a distracting buy. A little Trump type, uh, mm. uh, you know, uh, strategy there. I think um, it gets us through the season. Yeah, but... I mean, that's just another Zappacosta type buy, man, where it's just, it's just spending money to spend money. And I just feel like this is the Kansas City shuffle right here. We need to actually spend real money on real players. So would you rather... Well, wait, 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 you, you had some credibility to what you said initially, though, that it's not a, it's not a big buy, right? This is not... I would say in the scenario, if we're, if we're planning on losing potentially two strikers, right, then... We're down two strikers. Let's just say he's the third striker right now, right? Yeah. He may be. And so I think that it's a situation where we know that we're not going to get two back for Darud and Mitchie. So we might as well get one now and we'll get try to get one back from the two of them. Or we just don't sell. See, that, right. that was, yeah. was going to be my question. But I, but I think one of them is at least gone. I think that's what this shows. I don't think there's any question about that. And the rumors are that Timo Werner is probably not moving until the summer. Nope. Am I correct in saying that? Correctamundo. Okay, so this is what we're facing. You know, we we either keep those two and, or, and don't add a striker and wait till the summer. Or we add one and sell one and continue to wait till the summer. I think this is just posturing to piss Crystal Palace off. Okay. So you think we add Zaha and we get rid of one and maybe add another striker? Maybe. I don't, but to be honest, Zaha can play striker. I think he'll play quite a bit of striker, to be honest. So, uh, That's what it, I like about there, it. So I, I, I think that he really sits in as kind of your number two striker uh, and number yeah. one winger. So it's a, it's a no brainer or one <laughs> and a half Chelsea, winger. So Chelsea will never do the easy deal. They will always make deals difficult. It's what they do. It's what Marina does. It's why she still has a fucking job. Chelsea will never not play hardball. Even, even on the biggest no brainer deal, they just won't do it. They refuse to, Say yes to any first offer. They refuse. All right. What's next? So this one's kind of complicated, but attacking midfielder for Benfica. His name is Gedson Fernandez with an ES. Um, We have offered an 18-month loan deal for him with the $50 million not option to buy, obligation to buy. If, after the 18-month loan, he appears in 50% of our games, which is actually a lot. 50 is a lot. So, so I think we, this is low risk. So, we, we essentially have him for 18 months. Mm-hmm. If he plays in 50% of the games over those 18 months, then we buy him for $55 million. Yes, Obligated to buy him. Obligated. Now, if we're at 49% and we don't like him, I mean, he'll just sit. Or we'll just or we'll just cancel the loan. Right. This is low risk. Or you're like, fuck it, he's awesome, we're great, let's play him more. We don't care. Absolutely. And then you buy him. Right. And, and in 18 months, 55 mil for if he's a stud attacking mid, which is what we need, 
then there you go. And the problem has solved itself. I think this is a great idea. Apparently, it's already happened because ESPN's reported it. SB Nation's reported it. Bleacher Report has reported it. It's everywhere. Well, you know what's interesting about this structure is it also shields Mason Mount and Ruben Loftus-Cheek a little bit. Yep. So with both of them being young, possibly future, you know, ideally future starters on this team, we don't want to go out and buy somebody who's going to make that situation uncomfortable for Mason Mount and Ruben Loftus-Cheek. That's a good point. We go out and get an 18-month loan, gets the job done. Gets us some much-needed options for, you know, attacking center mid, of which we only have Mason Mount currently. Yeah. I I like it. And the 18-month thing allows Ruben to truly recover from his injury. There we go. This all connects back. It also means Barkley is gone. Thank you, Frank. It will not be hard to, to sell him because he's still an England international. And he's a good player. He just doesn't fit what we want to do. And I'm sure there are a ton of teams that would make sense for him. Hey, he scored scored FA Cup. You want to know where he would make sense? What do you got? Tottenham. <sighs> I don't know about that. A shooting, attacking center mid? Erickson's gone, man. Yeah, but I, I, I don't see him fitting in for Jose. What, uh, a below-average skilled center mid? Dude, it fits right in with Tottenham. That's what they do, <laughs> baby. That's what they do. They have uh, Gio Lo Celso. He's going to take over for Erickson. But yeah. besides the point, we're getting sidetracked. What you got, JB? Uh, no additional things here other than uh, you know Barkley where I would add there he would not be a good fit at Tottenham because he's still some more too some more to uh, one of your favorite players of all time Mr. Deli Ali and uh, <laughs> I, would and dis- I would disagree that they're similar and, players well they're they're too similar as far as whether what how, the way that they would Position. play yeah and and then I would say because if you're going to be replacing Erickson I mean, come on now. Barkley replacing Erickson, let's be real. Um, you should have asked me four years ago. I would have said absolutely. True. <clears throat> Very true. Okay. So, yeah, Gedson Fernandez, low-risk move. We love him. We buy him. I dig it. I've seen some of his highlights. Obviously, I don't watch Benfica very much. I have a life. Uh, but he, he looks pretty sick, man. So I'm willing to give it a chance, uh, and I think at this point we have no choice. I think the deal's already done. Well, bold words, Carlito. Yeah. God forbid. Okay. Do we have any final thoughts, Jay Bezos? Uh, no additional thoughts other than we've got to win this game at home. Um, I would really like to see a game where we don't give up any goals, not only because my scoreline was predicted 2 nothing, but I think we need that for our defensive mentality. Um, like we talked about, I think we need some structure defensively, and I don't think there's going to be a lot of turnover with our starting back four. Yeah. So, so I think that we need to take some of that into, into the break. So uh, that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna put really our defensive back four is gonna be big this game. Stealing my thunder, JB. Stealing my thunder. I want that clean sheet like nobody's business. <laughs> I want it. I've been wanting it. Yeah, buddy. I think we it's here. We haven't been doing it. I think it's here. <laughs> hey, Paulinho. I think Santa Claus has a fat tire. Had a flat tire. He's com- he's coming to bring you your present, brother. Couple Ginger. Things- Ginger Mo, he's going to pack it in. Yeah. He's going to make us earn it. And I'll tell you what, these are the teams that we've been struggling with. Man, he's going to pack that shit like mint skull pouches. I'll tell you what, my man. Because <laughs> you pack pouches. Yeah. All right, then. It's, uh, it's already packed. It's in our- Oh, I get it. I get it. It's, all, it's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Uh, okay. I could have I just said cope long cut and left it at that, all right? 
But uh, these uh, these listeners, I don't know if they're if they're down with the grizzly. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, my final thought is this: Fabregas had an ask me anything the other day on Twitter, and it was it was enormously entertaining. His question about who was uh, the most inflexible coach, he said, Mauricio, sorry, the guy would die with his singular tactics. Mm-hmm. He said, who is the hardest to play for and work for? He said, Antonio Conte, it wasn't even close. And I would agree with that. He said, he said he loves Callum Hudson-Odoi. And the last question, which I found enormously entertaining, what was your favorite goal? And he said, anytime I scored against Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Sask. Oh, yeah. Love the Sask. I miss the hell out of that dude. He's the best passer I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Um, Hands down. Okay. So, a couple updates before we send this one off. On Sunday, we will have the real TJ football. Uh, TJ from Twitter. He does little videos on Twitter. He's a young gun. I find him interesting. And then on Thursday, we'll be having Kristen Pulisic. uh, Chelsea Twitter princess extraordinaire. She's wonderful. Um, so those will be our next guests coming up. And other than that, Paulinho, any final thoughts or are we good to go? JB, pleasure as always. Let's get this done. Definitely. Win this weekend. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, it's, uh, it's a good time of year, right? Again, I keep saying it, but it's the time of year we get some fun speculation. Um, yes. We're also we're starting to see where things are formed as far as where we're going to finish the year out. So um, I think this is really this is a really important time, and I'm excited to, excited for it. So, Well, uh, we better win because I don't want my bookie to take my kneecaps out. Uh, let's get it going, guys. This is... <laughs> Oh, and, and last, last, um, pa- Paulinho, on these next few podcasts, do make sure that if Ryan says um, that he uh, the whole entire time has talked about BVB, yeah, you know, sure. not selling to the summer, you know, or things like that, feel free to feel free to uh, do that when I'm not around. So I have no idea what you're talking about. You know what you do? You die with the lie, motherfucker. You die with the lie. <laughs> this has been the London is Calling podcast. I am your always correct, never wrong, infallible, infallible. Difficatable or whatever the hell you want to call it. Host. Peace.